With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Do you have any cheese at all? No. <laughs> a senseless waste of human life. Hello, Cheeseheads, and welcome to the first Cheese Room Quiz of the Year with me, your host, Seb Short. We thought we'd take the opportunity of an international break, because that's going well, to bring back this much-loved and respected quiz for its second season. Bearing in mind the first season ended in complete farce with a draw with one of the contestants refusing to take part in the final round. I'm sure this is going to be an unmitigated success. Podcast Awards, here we come. So... Let's introduce our panel for this evening. First up, it's an honour to have him back. It's the voice of Tottenham Hotspur himself. It's the General Franco. How are you, mate? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Just like looking at these questions, I realise you're more and more, this is just to make us look like mugs, isn't it? <laughs> That's the general idea, yeah. Just yeah. to uh, make you squirm a little bit, keep the listeners entertained. Um, yeah, well, it's all good fun. But it's good to have you on. Uh, next up, he swears he'll never do another one of those bloody quizzes, is the quote that I have on our chat. But he's a glutton for punishment, and he's actually the current joint champion, believe it or not. Uh, it's the caller. Good to have you back, my friend. I don't actually believe that I am the champion, to be honest. Um, how did that happen, Seb? I have no idea. It was by default. There was a lot of defaults along the way, to be fair. I mean, thanks for having me back. I guess that makes me the favourite here as the reigning defending champion of the world cheese room cheese room champion champion of the cheese room yep i'll take that thanks very much it's great to be back on the pod i'm fully loaded bottle of wine in hand and um some gin too pink gin actually just you know being really liberal Mm. being really liberal tonight and a little bit fruity I think we need to get this uh, rolling before um, before you drink too much. Hoping that we're going to have a bit of scent from our from our last guest. Uh, I'm not even sure we've done a show together, but listening to him on other pods, he's full of opinions and insights. So I have full high hopes for this show from Boston Spurs out in the US. It's Dave Bolton. Hello, Dave. Greetings and salutations uh, from the United States of dystopia as we continue to, to to veer towards chaos and anarchy, which is my favourite uh, state to be in. 
Stop the vote. <laughs> Stop, Stop the, the steal. Stop the vote. <laughs> I love it. Now, before we move on, uh, it's, I think it's important to say we heard the news today that uh, Ray Clements uh, has sadly passed away. Um, I think it's fair to say he was a Tottenham and England legend. Uh, and certainly for fans of my age, he was the Tottenham goalkeeper. Uh, if we just have a look at his career, hugely impressive at Liverpool for 14 years, multiple European Cups, league titles. Uh, and actually, I found out today he was voted Liverpool's best ever goalkeeper, which is is incredible, really, when you consider who they've had between the sticks. Uh, he then joined Spurs in 1981, wins an FA Cup in 1982, and was unlucky with injuries, I think, not to win more in his 330 games for the club. Not only that, 61 England caps for England at a time when they obviously had Peter Shilton. And then he went on to be a goalkeeping coach under four different England managers. An incredible career. Uh, I know this word gets banded about a lot, but I think it's fair to say, chaps, that we lost a, a legend of the game today. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's move straight to uh, to question one. Let's get stuck straight into the quiz. We are a quarter of a way into the season. There's only six weeks, believe it or not, until the next transfer window. So nice, easy question to begin with. Uh, players, I want to know your highlight of the season, Franco. Well, because you said it can't be something boring like goals, I think I'm going to go with the man of the man of the season so far, Mr. Hoybier, uh, against Lask, doing a Terry Butcher, getting his head straps up. I was like it when you like these days. It was only a little cut, but you know, got his full head bandaged like he'd been in a car crash or something. <laughs> but the thing I liked about that most is he like the way he kind of span out of it and and or, you know jinked around the guy. He, the other player went down and he got caught in the back of the head. He takes it in the eye and he's just like carrying on playing. Like, I'm fine. Carries on running. Realises he's got claret coming out of his eyebrow into his eye and, uh, and then agrees to go and get some um, some treatment. But yeah, for me, he's just our battling, bruising centre midfielder and uh, that typifies probably his contribution so far this season. I think Jermaine Gina said, well, I think on commentary at the time, he'll be absolutely loving that. I think yeah. 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 I heard that, and, and he was, wasn't he? He was literally milk in the moment. Headband, bit of blood. Hoybier, what a what a man! He is a man's man. I'd like to eat, I'd like to drink gin and eat cheese with him. <laughs> the only thing that upset me was that his blood was red. I was hoping it would be blue, but you know, <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, Caller, what's your highlight? Well, I should say being top of the league for all of thirty six minutes or whatever it was. Um, because surely it doesn't get any better than that as a Spurs fan. But no, my my moment of the season so far is um, Jose praising the um, very good referee, although that was more of a Vlad impression than a Jose impression, um, when he clearly thought the referee was talking absolute shit. Um, Shows that Jose is an intelligent uh, C and has absolutely learned his lessons from the past. No messing around. Um, I love it. So nowadays when the referee is shit, you praise him. Kill him with kindness, Jose. Kill him with kindness. I think we we see in that he's uh, he's developed uh, Jose quite a lot, hasn't he? He knows how to how to play the media a little bit better than perhaps in his Man United days. That, by the way, did you hear that? Do you want another one? That that dulcet tone is the cork coming out of the corner's next gin. So crack on, Dave. Thanks a lot. Nice uh, nice segue into hearing you popping something out. Um, <laughs> so highlight of the season uh, I had struggled with this a bit because um, the obvious answer is the Man United game but um, Ollie's boys were rubbish 
So my, I have a personal highlight, and it's more of an all all through the season. It's the fact that I still haven't watched the documentary. Um, no, you haven't heard me. Why you not? haven't heard me? No, I haven't watched the documentary yet. Oh, Brandon, uh, mainly, mainly because mainly because every time that I think about watching it, somebody says you haven't watched it yet. You're not a real fan, or you're only holding out because you don't like the current manager. So. The more that people tell me this, the less likely I am to watch it until next year. I'll get through this year. I don't need to watch it this year. I got through eight months without watching the, the last season of Game of Thrones. So it's it's fine for me. That's my personal highlight. But I haven't really hated the season so far. And that's that's kind of weird for me because the, the grinds against Brighton, Burnley and uh, was it West Brom? Yeah. I hated them at the time, but then I sort of sat and watched them again. And actually, I thought to myself, do you know what? With hindsight, those were proper, uh, and I hate to say this because Cord is going to jump down my neck, title-winning performances. You've put it on the line, Dave. Dave, when you, talk, when you talk dirty, I get very happy. You're not going to pop another one out, are you, mate? That I'm going to pop I, I've just fizzed all the way up to the top of the glass. As long as it didn't overflow, that's fine. <laughs> that was a, uh, a nice, easy question to begin with. So you, you can all have two points. You're all on the, on the same. And we'll move straight to question two. Um, I think, as we know, what football is really missing at the moment is obviously fans in the stadium. Guys like you and me who just like to go along to, uh, to the game and treat it as a proper day out, a proper treat. So what I want to do is I want to take you back to those housing days of just simply going to the match. And what I want you to do is I want you to imagine you have one opportunity, just one chance to go to Spurs this season where everything's normal. It's a full stadium. All the fans are in. It's a big game. The only requirement is that you've got to take me. That's the only deal. So what I want to know, where are we going? Which match are we going to? What time are you picking me up? And how pissed are you going to get me? Uh, let's start with Caller. Right. Well... I'm going to have to start by picking you up very, very early because you live so far fucking north um, in Stoke-on-Trent. So I'm going to pick you up early doors at seven. In every, anyone who knows and follows the pod will know the caller likes to get down to a game in plenty of time, right? Right, Franco? Yes, yes, mate. So I like to get there about, you know, at least five hours early. So we're gonna, well, I'm going to take you down in the Tesla autopilot all the way so we can sink a couple of bevy no i'm joking um so we, <laughs> we can get to the stadium in good time that's what i meant we're gonna we're gonna double back we're gonna go straight into central london i'm gonna take you for a for a nice cream tea at the ritz get you warmed up and in the mood caller style followed by a bit of a pub crawl culminating in the britlow's arms and singing lots of songs about martin yol and pierre hobier um we're going to be uh, pretty wankered by the by the, the the time the game comes around. But the important thing this game is Villa at home, penultimate game of the season, and our Premier League trophy parade. So you are going to see Spurs in the caller's season ticket seat. Very good view, I must say, indeed. And um, we're going to be lifting the Premier League trophy. And you're going to be swigging some lovely one of our own beer in the stadium we might even call in on steve diver post game in the tunnel club top that i think you, you just made me pop actually that sounds yeah. that sounds an incredible day and i like the fact caller that that you're picking me up you're driving 100 miles north you're the guest 
you're the guest. Pick me up and then take me down. Are you going to drop me off back home as well? No, you're on your own after that, mate. We're staying. I should have. I should have added. We're staying out in London. We the party don't stop. There ain't no party like a caller party. Will the real fat shady please stand up? Hello. You're not sleeping in on my sofa, mate. We're we're going. No, absolutely. You're right. I would not. I would not stoop so far to somewhere that hasn't got Sky Sports. Sleep is for wimps, mate. Sleep's for wimps. <laughs> We'd be up all night, baby. Soho. <laughs> Right, Dave, you've got a lot to top. Yeah, I thought that. Well, you get tourists, Dave, so obviously I'll be flying flying back over. Um, and the game that you're going to, it's an easy one for me to, to work out. It's Palace. Palace at home. It's not a glamour game, but it's the only game I ever seem to go to. My last <laughs> trip uh, <laughs> last trip home, I, uh, when I went, went came over for a Wembley game, that was Palace. That was sunny scoring down, down the end, my end. I came back last year for the first game in the new stadium, Palace again. So it doesn't make any sense to me to do anything other than Palace. I think I am destined now to only get one game a season a year and it will be Palace. So I am going to make, that's that's our game. And it's uh, it's not a glamour game, I will admit. It doesn't have the joy of a tea at the Ritz and being picked up in a in a Tesla. I'm not even picking you up. You need to get on the train and come down. <laughs> Because I'm flying, I'm gonna I'm gonna be flying straight in from uh, Boston, red eye, and I will probably just leave my bag and a locker at uh, Paddington Station or something like that, and jump on the tube and come straight up to to the lane. I will meet you outside the Euro Cafe on Tottenham High Road at ten in the morning, where we will take advantage of uh, one of the best full English breakfasts uh, that I've had. Um, and once we've got a little bit of sustenance in the belly. We will move to uh, the coach and horses. So we'll be in there for 11, just after opening time. A few pints. Uh, I don't know what your tipple is, whether you're a lager or a bitter man. Um, I'm more of a Tetley guy, so I will be drinking Tetley. Uh, we'll stay in the coach and horses till 1.30. Uh, knock back a quick tequila shot before heading to the ground. Oh, nice. Uh, Whoa, how'd you go from Tetley to tequila? <laughs> they both begin with tea, caller, and we're at Tottenham, Warming. so it's a tea-type day. Warming, so Warming. I'm... I'm thinking about a, a day of drinking of Withnail-esque proportions, to be fair. So we'll get in the ground about one, well, one forty after staggering from the coach and horses. Uh, I imagine we'll be going to Beavertown Brewery, where we'll have a, a few beers there. We'll interrupt the drinking for 45 minutes to watch possibly a game. Um, and then we will repair to whichever bar has the shortest queue, have a half-time pint. And then we'll go back, watch another 45 minutes of uh, interrupted drinking time. And then we will head down uh, into one of the concourse bars for a couple of hours just to let the crowds just ebb away. Uh, and then we will go to the bricklayers where we'll probably run into caller. Uh, who will be uh, <laughs> singing, singing songs about Martin Yoll and we'll all watch his Tesla get towed away. <laughs> you don't know where I'm parking it. <laughs> I've got a clue. But uh, after that... Uh, because Caller will probably be in tow with us, we will head into town um, and brick lane for a ruby because I don't get a decent curry in the US and I will need that. And to be honest, uh, pre-Tash, Dave, would have suggested uh, an establishment where ladies take their clothes off and are offered to dance for you. But sensible, soon to be a father, Dave, will probably just go oh, and go he's throw that in there. Oh. oh, he's dropped that in there. That's the money <laughs> shot. 
<laughs> yeah, congrats, Dave. That's Congratulations, Dave. Tar guys, this is the official announcement. What a way to announce it. Well, I was going to say, what a way to announce it on a fucking pub crawl. You legend. <laughs> that is that is incredible. Listen, what what a day that is. Just I, give I, him the points now. I don't need to hear any more. Well, that's that's there is, there is, <laughs> hum, hum, hum. there is just one problem with the whole day, Dave. And look, it, what a fantastic day. If you if you gave that to me, I'd be there like a shot. Apart from the fact that probably around from what you've said, I'm guessing it'd be about quarter to two you'd carry me out of Tottenham Hotspur Stadium because at that point, <laughs> I am absolutely shit-faced. So, uh, look, it's a fantastic day, but I'd have to proper try and pace myself with the amount of drinking that you intended to get in. That's, but, that's why we're having a breakfast at the Euro Cafe at 10 in the morning. Dave, you stole with me. You stole with me. And congratulations again, mate. Absolutely. What a, what a superb day and what a superb way to announce that you're going to be a dad. So tough for you. I am very chuffed for you, Dave. What I didn't mention, however, Seb, is that um, we're meeting Gaza in the Britlayers. Just bear that in mind. <laughs> All right, call the wins. That'll be the best night ever. Right. Uh, Franco, what's your, what, what's, your, what's your day, mate? Well, after we've won the league and you've celebrated that with Caller, less than 10 days later, you know what we're doing, mate? We're going to the Europa League final in Gdansk. Yes, we That's are. Oh, Yes. <laughs> So we'll get, we've got to leave a bit early because we're doing a road trip. Sorry, mate, but you're driving. So pick me up whoa, midday whoa, on Monday. Whoa, what was that? I'm what? What am I doing? I don't own a car, I'm afraid. So you're going to have to. <sighs> so pick me up about midday so I get a nice little lie-in. Then we'll get the ferry to the Harwich over to the Hook. We're going to drive to Amsterdam, spend some nice time there, just enjoying the sights, stocking up on psychedelic truffles as well. <laughs> the next day, we're going to leave at nine o'clock drive across to the German border, which point we'll bosh those mushrooms um, so that the journey down the autobahns will be as close to like fear and loathing and Las Vegas road trip as possible. They're all straight, so it's fine. There's no risk. Um, and it'll make the journey go quicker because it's 12 hours, so that'll be fun. Um, then by the time we hit Gdansk, not sure what time it will be, depending on how the truffles go, um, we'll hit some bars, polish off some Polish pills now. Then the next morning we'll wake up, have a nice relaxed morning, line the stomach with some Polish sausage, some cabbage rolls, cucumber soup, all the local fare. Find all the yids uh, in the centre square ever. Get on the Polish Pilsner for the rest of the day, sing songs, and then we'll get into the stadium time for kickoff. Uh, tears of joy once we win the trophy. Uh, sing songs all the way. And then in homage to Mr Jolly, we'll be jumping in the Gdansk Harbour and swimming in the Baltic Sea. No bull sharks, but I bet it's fucking cold. There you go. There's your day. That, that is a brilliant day. Can I just ask, did you actually research that Gdansk is on the coast? Yeah. Just oh, no. <laughs> research. <laughs> yeah, I know where it is. I Mate, mean, I didn't. Well, there, there was, in my mind, when I when I asked this question, the, the Gdansk answer was the the answer. It was, we are going to win the Europa League. But I, I, couldn't, I can't even bring myself to think that, that we're going to win the Premier League. It's, it's too much, too much. I can't, I can't handle that. But Gdansk winning the, winning the Europa League, Villa winning the Premier League, or just a day out with my mate Dave getting absolutely shit-faced. Dave, Dave, you win, mate. You take the points. I'm there. Tom Notch, Tom Notch, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm glad that my planned day has, uh, has come out on top. Just make sure you prop me up because I'm going to be seriously ill. Not a problem. I have done that on many, many occasions with other friends, and I would be happy to make sure that you get to, get to wherever you need to be safely and securely.
Dave, the reality is we're going to be wetting the baby's head, so that's going to be awesome. I'm in. I think we're all coming, aren't we? We're all there. What great answers. Thanks, guys. You've made me, made me feel good, made me feel that actually it's, it's not going to be too far away and sooner rather than later we can all go to a game again. Let's move on to, to question three. Uh, unbelievably, the transfer window opens again in just six weeks' time. It feels like it, it's only yesterday that it closed. So uh, I think we can all agree Spurs did some fantastic business in the summer, uh, or should that be autumn? Um, but now I want to put you in Daniel Levy's shoes in January. you got no money because you spent it all in the summer window. But you've told Jose he can buy one player for the same value as one player that he sells. So I want to know what you're going to do. Who are you going to sell and who are you going to buy? And I don't want answers like we're going to sell Harry Kane and buy Lionel Messi. That's not going to happen. So uh, realistic answers, proper football question. Dave, hit me. Well, I'm, I'm of the opinion, and people may disagree with me, that we still need a uh, reliable centre-half. I shouldn't be afraid every time the opposition gets a free kick on the flanks uh, and that someone's going to whip the ball in and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna struggle to deal with it. So that's who I'd be looking at. Sanchez gets a lot of game time, but he has errors in him. And we all know that the current manager doesn't really like constant errors. Uh, that's why young Delhi doesn't seem to be getting a, a kick at the moment. So um, I, Sanchez doesn't inspire any confidence in me. So I would be looking to bring in, if I was the current manager, um, someone who can deal with balls in. Uh, Fabian Shah, perhaps at Newcastle. I'd like to think that we could get Michael Keane in. Uh, but that means that we just have to we have to move Sanchez on, and I would like to get rid of Sanchez to somewhere not in England. So ship out Sanchez, bring in Shaw or Michael Keane. I like I like your outs, Dave, but I'm not I'm really not sure I like your ins very much. Michael Keane and Fabian Shaw. You said we we needed to go for someone of a similar value. Do you think you you'd spend you'd need to spend all the money on Keane or Shaw that you got for Sanchez? How much do we think that Sanchez is uh, worth? I think that's a good debate, to be fair. I think uh, actually thinking about it, I don't think you, you're far off. I don't think Sanchez is worth the 30, was it 38 million pounds we paid for him? 38. That's a lot of money, isn't it? Not yeah, in today's market. Not in today's market. Do you think you get it back? Um, you get 30 back, probably. Levy wouldn't have sanctioned that then, would he? There's no way he's going to lose eight million quid on a player he only signed three years ago. Uh, Franco, who are you? Who are you buying and who are you selling? Uh, I mean, this might be stretching the rules a little bit, but I would sell Lucas. Levy would literally have to work his socks off on this one to try and get as much money as possible, and then I'd look to be signing Marcel Sabitzer. Uh, we've been linked to him recently, so that's kind of my thinking is that there's a bit more of a possibility there, and. All right, if if we can't get the same money for Lucas because he's probably not worth as much money, then I would probably sacrifice Delhi. The reason being is Delhi's probably I don't know better at what he does, but as we've discussed over and over again, he's not really getting to do that in the current side. And I think Sabitzer is a much more versatile player. He's pretty much good at everything, has good technique, and he's got an eye for goal. Contributes with goals and assists, can play in numerous positions. I hated him this time. Well, before lockdown, wasn't it? He scored those two goals that put us out of the Champions League. And he's he's a decent enough player. He's, he's kind of like a, a, a budget, a slight budget like uh, Kimmich, isn't he? He's like a decent player. He's good technique and stuff like that, and I like him. And he's Austrian as well, so um, HG will be happy. So yeah, that's my thing. Get rid of Lucas if we can't get enough for him. Get rid of Delhi. Get in Sabitzer. 
Have you seen the uh, the the picture on Facebook about us signing Sabitzer and someone very wittily commented that if you combined Antoine Griezmann and Abby Morgan of the Tottenham women's team, you'd end up with Marcel Sabitzer. And it's actually not a bad point. <laughs> uh, caller. Wow. I mean, mine's just a little bit more straightforward because there's one player in the squad who I think should go. I think you should leave. I think you should walk out that door because he's not welcome anymore. The, na- <laughs> the name's Winks. Harry goddamn nemesis Winks. Um, good little squad player, maybe. British, maybe. Shite, definitely. And has just blown every single opportunity that's ever been given to him. So Joe says he's going to sell him for a rumoured £40 million pounds, uh, as per the City transfer rumour. Yeah, which had credible sources. Forty million. Yeah, bloke down the pub. No, no, it made all the national press. I'm telling you now. So forty million quid we're getting for him. So that will then we'll get to sign Scrinier, which will solidify our centre back uh, problem, and he will dominate in the air like someone out of Fifty Shades of Grey, who I've I've not seen the film. Honest, um, <clears throat> he will dominate. Well, from not a lot of it ages. happens in the air, mate. <laughs> <laughs> There's no domination in the air in Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> he will absolutely dominate from set pieces and solve all Dave's problems. And all we'll have lost in the in the partaking of this great transfer is Harry Winks, a proper football manager signing, if ever there was one. Scrinio did score a nice goal the other night, didn't he? I don't want to talk about that. Good answers all round, but I've got to be honest, Dave let himself down with the fact that he's admitted to watching Fifty Shades of Grey. And caller, uh, and uh, Scriniar's far too obvious. Franco, you get the points on this no. question. Well, the fact that we he wants to sell a player that we don't use at all in Delhi and sign a player that uh, actually looks half decent and has done the business against us as well um, just kind of makes makes a lot more sense than the pair of you put together, really. So Franco Thanks. gets the points. And you remember, caller, you don't argue. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. I just said, no, because I stubbed my toe. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might cut your finger when you opened that next can of gin. There you go. Some people think it's Santa. No, it's another grey head fat man. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on to question four. Uh, as I think some of us will remember, we used to do, or last certainly last last series of this quiz, if you like, that we perhaps thought was going to be the first and only series, um, we did a defend the statement round that went really well up until the very last episode where uh, a certain contestant who will rename, remain nameless, uh, I'll just use his initials instead, which is HG, yeah, uh, he uh, refused to take part because uh, he, he couldn't get his head around defending a statement that, that, that might have upset him a little bit. So... We've changed the last round. And actually, we're using HG for this last round because what he did do on that episode was come up with a song about Pierre-Emile Hoybier to the tune of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that was so good, I thought we'd give you guys a chance to see if you can outshine him. And we're in November, never too early for a Christmas song. So very simply, guys, I want a new Terrace song but with a Christmas tune, and you must sing. I don't want anyone reading something out. 
you've got to sing. I've been waiting for this all day. I can't tell you how excited I am. Don't let me down. Franco. Oh, God. I wish I hadn't chosen this one. It's a good job that Andy Williams is dead. I mean, he's probably going to be turning in his grave over this one. I'm sorry. I'm just going to croon my way through this, right? It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the players all gelling and everyone telling you this is our year. It's the most wonderful time, hoy be here. It's the happiest season of all. With those Man United beatings and Chelsea defeatings with Sun on the ball. It's the happiest season of all. There'll be fullbacks for roasting, thrashings for toasting, no rumours from those in the know. There'll be away day stories and tales of glories from victories long, long ago. It's the most wonderful midfield with Hoy Beer. <laughs> there you go. Sorry, everybody. It doesn't even Don't apply to Tottenham. What? I've got Sun reference in there. I've got Man United and Chelsea beatings. Well, you managed to switch it around a little bit, but that's got Google written all over it. Caller, caller, caller. Are you the judge, caller? Um, well, I've already lost the quiz, so I may as well be. Well, I'll tell you what, Franco, I thought that was a cracking job. I like the fact that someone's actually put a bit of thought into it, mate. Very well done. And uh, you were so good that I'll have you back on next week to uh, to do another one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, caller, come on! Why you why are you speaking? Let's have your let's have no, your no, no. Oh, no, no, reigning defending champion of the world needs to go last. No, no, not at all. Come on, caller! I want your song. Oh, for fuck's sake! It's very brief. Daniel Levy, are you listening to the song? Josie singing. We're working it away. Oh fuck! Do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Levy, are you listening? To the song, Josie singing. We're winning at home, winning away, walking in a trophy wonderland. Yay! You like that? No. Well, I personally think that's got more chance of catching on. To be honest, well, yeah, because it's already a terrorist chant, isn't it? That's it's already yeah. a terrorist chant. A, B. The words are more Tottenham than yours. C. I didn't fall asleep halfway through because it was only four lines long. Well, you have got a very there's that. a lot of pros here. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you, you carry on marking yourself, caller. Uh, Dave. So here it is, can't a sunny. Everybody's feeling fine. Think of the trophies now, because Bailey's number nine. So here it is, can't a sunny. Everybody's feeling fine. Think of the trophies now, cause Bailey's number nine. That's actually right, that might work. I like that a lot. And that's, I'll tell you that's, what, that's singing it twice, Dave, singing it twice, it did have twice the effect. So well done, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all good songs. You sing them a few times, they get stuck in your head. There we go. I'll be singing that in my sleep. I like that. I like it. Well done. Well listen, call it. Look, you said it yourself, you're nowhere near. Reigning champ counts for nothing in this series, I'm afraid. So I'm putting both Franco and debutant Dave, father-to-be. How could I not? 
through to the final for the quiz. And I've added up the points. And actually, Franco, you are at the moment coming out on top. So a bit different this time. Are we going to disclose the points or is this just going to be like the uh, American election? Do you really think <laughs> I've did them up? Do you really think I've, I haven't got a clue? Uh, Franco, you, there's a bit difference with this quiz. You actually have a choice of topics. Okay. okay? So you can have either Spurs in cup finals or Spurs this season. Ten questions. God, I'll have Spurs this season. Spurs this season. And I'll probably get them wrong. <laughs> My short-term memory is useless these days. Franco, your questions, 10 questions based on this season. Are you ready? Mm. Okay, question one. Son scored four in a 5-2 win against Southampton. Who scored the other goal? Kane. Yes. How many Premier League goals does Son and Kane have between them? Oh, fuck. 16? No. How many points do Spurs have? Uh, 17? Yes. Who scored the equaliser against Chelsea in the League Cup? Lamella. Yes. Name the two teams Spurs have drawn with in the league. Newcastle and... um, uh, No. What what country did KF Schendia, our previous uh, Europa League qualifying opponents, come from? They came from Romania. No. Who are our next League Cup opponents? Stoke. Yes. Who currently wears the number 25 shirt? No idea. Who was our last permanent signing of the transfer window? Regulon? No. How many oh. Englishmen did Spurs field in total against West Brom? Four? No. Okay. So, Franco, you had you have four points. Okay. We'll just uh, sorry, five. My mistake. Five. So we just go through the ones that you didn't get. How many Premier League goals does Son and Kane have between them? Anyone? About twenty-one or something. Fifteen. Son has eight and Kane has seven. Uh, the two teams that Spurs have drawn within the league, you got one of them, but I can't give you the points. You needed both. So you got Newcastle. The other one is... Burnley. West Ham. West Ham. Oh, Burnley. Obviously. West Ham, sorry. Yeah. West Ham. KF Skendia come from? Macedonia. Yes, indeed. Or North Macedonia, as they're weirdly called now. Um, who currently wears the number 25 shirt? Tagaga. Tanganga, indeed. And who was our last permanent signing of the transfer window? Rodon. Spot on. Well done, Corley. You actually sound like you might have known what you were there. Franco, you got five. So, Dave, to win on your debut, you need <laughs> six from your subject, which is cup finals. And this right. is Spurs in all cup finals. So, Europe, domestic, the, the whole shebang. So, straight away, this, straight away, this is harder. Are you ready for your, uh, for your 10 questions, Dave? Yep, far away, mate. Question one. Who were Spurs' last opponents in a cup final? <laughs> God. Uh, Manchester United. No. How many League Cup finals have Spurs played in? Six. No. Who scored Spurs' last goal in a cup final? Woodgate. Yes. How many of Spurs' FA Cup wins have been in a year that ends in one? Five. Yes. Name either of the two players that missed penalties in the 2009 League Cup final. Just need one. Berbatov? No. Who was sent off in the 1999 League Cup final? Justin Edinburgh. Yes. Spurs beat Atletico Madrid 5-1 in the Cup Winners' Cup final in 1963. But how many goal scorers did we have? Uh, Two. No. Apart from Lucas, name either of the other two subs in the 2019 Champions League final. 
Lorente. Yes. The father of which future Spurs player lost a cup final against Spurs in 1984? Uh, Harry Redknapp. No. How many non-UK players did Spurs field against Notts Forest in the 1991 Cup Final? Two. Yes. Please don't tell me you've got five. One, two, three, four. It's a fucking draw again. How does that happen every time? That's fine. I am I, I'm happy to share it with Dave. Yeah, I'm, happy to, I'm happy to get five right. <laughs> and I'm happy to be the joint reigning champion of the world. Loser. That, that's gone now. That's <laughs> In the past, there's a lot of people who tell you you can't live on past glories. Uh, let's go through these questions then, Dave. I can't believe you got this first one wrong. Who was Spurs' last opponents in a cup final? Liverpool, Chelsea, was it? Liverpool, Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool. Champ- I didn't even do what because I didn't even think about the Champions League. That's why it was, yeah, Liverpool. Yeah. Didn't try and say at the start, it's all cups, it's Europe, yeah. it's domestic. I'm still, it's still, a, it's still a dream to me. I don't actually believe it actually happened. We got to the cup final in the Champions League. Really? Yeah. So, so it's it's not on my highlights DVD. So, <laughs> how many league cup finals have Spurs played in? Eight. Yes, indeed. Apparently, won four, lost four. Uh, name either of the two players to miss penalties in the two thousand and nine league cup final. Jamie O'Hara. Indeed. Well done. Anyone else? Another. The other one. Bentley. Bentley. Yes. Oh, yeah. there you go. Can anyone tell me who scored our only penalty in that cup final? It was probably Berbatov. No. <laughs> Pavlyuchenko. No, he'd already been subbed by that point. Jenis? No. Modric. I can't remember. Vedran Chorluka. Chorluka, really? Taking penalties, Christ. Yeah, and he scored. Uh, Spurs beat Atletico 5-1 in 1963. How many goal scorers were there? Three. Three indeed, yeah. Grease with two, Dyson with two, and White. Uh, apart from Lucas, you got this one right. Yeah, the the other sub. So you got Lorente, Lorente, Lucas, and who else came on? What are we talking in the last cup final? Yeah, twenty nineteen Champions League. I was sulking by then. No, that's oh. the Ajax game. Was it Mora? No, we should no. Lucas, Lorente, and oh, sorry, um... Winks. Winks. That no, explains a lot. Eric Dyer. Oh, uh, okay. Eric Dyer. Okay, this was a. I like this question. The father of which future Spurs player lost a cup final against Spurs in 1984? So it's obviously for Anderlecht. Anyone know? Someone Dutch. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you a clue. It's someone Icelandic. Close. Oh, was it Bergstrom's dad? Oh, well, why was it somebody Dutch? Because Anderlecht's the. Oh, oh God! Oh, no. <laughs> okay, yeah, in Belgium, but yeah, it is near Holland. Yes, exactly. It's near Holland. So are we? No, we're not. We're in Ireland. So anyway, it's Icelandic, and the answer is Ida Johnson's dad was on the Andelect team. Oh, yeah. To uh, of course, to he was. Do you know, I, I just automatically associate Johnson with Chelsea. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. To be fair, although I did see him score. Well, I was at the Stoke game. I think he scored the winner against Stoke at the, at the Britannia. So I do have a fond memory of Ida Johnson. Uh, finally, we, you got this one right with the, the Spurs players uh, against Forest that weren't from the UK. Uh, can you name them, the two? Was it Pat Van den Howe? No, well, he's, he's classed as Welsh, funnily enough. So really? He, he yeah. Uh, Naeem? Naeem and... 
Tours fed. Uh, Tours fed. Got to be. Indeed. Guys, thank you very much for taking part. I really enjoyed that tonight. And Dave, thank you especially for uh, giving us that awesome piece of news halfway through the quiz that hey. took all by surprise. So It's all right. Break it. I mean, I'm, I'll be honest, we're, we're, we're only just starting to announce it. So uh, it's not going to be splashed all over social media, but I'm quite happy that the, that the cheese drum was the exclusive. So. Top stuff. Dave, your world is just ending. That would be just as they're um, letting fans back into the um, into the stadium and just in time for you to come over to the UK and enjoy the Palace game, Dave. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> provided, it, provided it's not on pay-per-view, you know. <laughs> no, it was fun, guys. Thank you for having me on. Okay, chap. So that concludes that. And uh, yeah, as, as I think I probably could have predicted, uh, we've got joint winners. So uh, Dave and Franco will have to try and get you on again next time uh cheeseheads thank you very much for listening uh as always uh please uh go on our social media our facebook our twitter um also if you get the chance give a listen to the last pod that we did that um that brendan did the water toll uh, memorial pod which is absolutely fantastic um i'm sure most of you know but he was a world one war hero former Tottenham player, first black player to play for Tottenham. Um, and uh, Brendan put together a fantastic pod midweek that uh, you should give a listen to. Um, also, while we're here, um, there are sponsors, uh, Football Prizes, uh, are doing a fantastic prize this week of Delhi Ali and Harry Kane signed football boot. Um, when I checked before the pod, there were actually only four tickets left. So if that's something that would interest you, uh, go to footballprizes.co.uk and try and grab yourself a ticket. Uh, obviously use the discount code 10cheese. That's one zero cheese to get your 10% discount of all tickets. And tomorrow we'll be announcing their next prize. Um, I know the guys at Football Prizes have got lots and lots of Tottenham themed prizes coming up. Uh, there's ones uh, Harry Kane and Sonny and even a Yamba Tongan prize that are due. So go to footballprizes.co.uk and check them out. Uh, gentlemen, thank you once again. Really enjoyed tonight. And uh, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Caller. I've said it. I think he's gone for a pee again. Yeah, but I, I, you had you on mute because you were heavy breathing. You cunt. Come on, you Spurs. Ah, uh, fucking hell. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.